Welcome to Kingdom Testimony. Today is Monday, April 4th, I believe, 2022. Um, <clears throat> I haven't recorded anything for two weeks because I recorded two of them that one day. And I knew I had stuff coming up. And then it just so happened last Monday was a horrible windstorm. So I was glad that I had that recorded. But anyway... This is Lisa. This is Kingdom Testimony. I'm going through the Awakening 2018 series. I am at, let me see where I am, September 27th. Um, just looking back a couple of pages, I noticed I had been writing a lot. Um, the Lord was asking, are you ready? And you... Uh, you have been released. Oh, nothing else, nothing else matters. He said that several, several times, as in what was coming up. You know, nothing else matters. So I'm, I'm starting on September 27th, and in the prayer closet, I've been noticing a lot of sixes lately. And the Lord said, evil is progressing. Now, <clears throat> we were getting ready to leave for our Israel trip. I think it was coming up in about two weeks. And so we were, but we were also anticipating getting temporary guardianship of the grandkids, three grandkids. And so we were looking at houses out in the country in North Dakota, like in, we wanted to be about an hour out of Fargo. Um, the kids had been uh, raised in Fargo for part of the time. They were like in Montana for part of the time. They were up by the Canadian border. We didn't want them going directly back to Fargo because the oldest one was almost a teenager. I think she was. I think she was 13. And there was a lot of bad memories for them there. So we wanted to be in a little town outside of Fargo, out in the country, where I could finally get back into like growing a big garden, having campfires outside, watching the huge starry night sky. That was my dream. And my husband was on board with it. He, say, he said, yeah, I agree. These kids should be raised in a small town. So um, not knowing how long we would have them. So uh, we were looking at houses, and the Lord was saying, nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. And then again, the Lord was saying, Lisa, nothing else matters. Um and this is in the prayer closet, he said, listen to what I tell you every day. Uh, and yes. So then I had a dream, not in the prayer closet. I don't know if I went back to bed or what, but I recorded a dream right after that. This is the dream. Certain people were making a movie, and in one scene, a truck exploded, and the guy inside died. I saw the look in the eyes of the star of the movie, like amazement. No one I knew from TV. 
But this one guy, bluff blonde hair, he was cocky. He called a meeting and was saying, we are all responsible. And he pointed to my husband in, who was in the dream. He was part of the production crew. Um, <clears throat> and I stood up and I pointed to my husband and I said, I decree this guy is not responsible for what happened for the guy dying. And then I pointed to the star of the movie and repeated the same thing. This man is not part of the evil responsible. The star who had been faking being sad, so there was another guy who had, was faking being sad and devastated at the other actor's demise, looked at me and got very, very mad. I continued to point, and the part of my finger <clears throat> up to the second joint to the trip, tip of my finger was throbbing as I was pointing. I was amazed at the power in my finger and not fearful, <clears throat> excuse me, not fearful of the evil star who was completely in charge of everything. So I knew it was a dream from the Lord. I'm not sure what all that meant. Um, and then later the Lord in was telling me the days are evil. Oh, I must have been in the prayer closet and then I remembered the dream and wrote it down. And then he said, the days are evil. And I was praying about my hesitation. And he said, you don't travail to get your prayers answered. You travail to get closer to me, to enter my presence. Proclaim me as king today. Those with a lot of followers tickle the ears. The time of judgment is at hand. The dispensation of grace is coming to a close. Its purpose was to try the hearts of man. A day of reckoning looms. And I thought of Joel too. Weep and wail for this people. Perhaps I will hear. The door is shutting, Lisa. It will come upon you like a flood. You can't come in alone. And then I was in my prayer closet in my office and I heard movement in the office. <clears throat> but I believe, I, oh, my husband was at work. Okay, I'm still in the prayer closet. And this was uh, 45 minutes later. He said, you can't come in alone. I think he meant through through the shutting door. Um, this is interesting because I was just thinking about this this morning. But anyway, at that moment, I had a vision of me and an angel with large wings sheltering some in through a gate with their with their wings. That's very interesting. I. I don't want to digress, but I was just thinking about that this morning. I <clears throat> what I was thinking about is the door in heaven is shutting, um, possibly on this dispensation of grace, but there is the windows of heaven that 
are still open, but they're not open to everyone. Remember, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Um, so I was just wondering this morning, how do we get through those windows? You know, like the verses that say, I fly like a dove to the windows. Um, Isaiah 60. And I was thinking, <clears throat> and it's like that vision of lace, but there's windows, there's little windows, and you can't go in alone. And I was thinking about that this morning. We almost need an escort. So, when, so having this vision, me or an angel with large wings was sheltering some in through the gate with their wings. Okay, sorry, I had to digress there. That, that just kind of threw me off. Okay, <clears throat> then the Lord said, you can't pray yourself through the door. Love isn't selfish. And then I heard movement in the room again in my office. I was in, my prayer, in the prayer closet. The door is shutting. I wrote in parentheses, there's angels in the room. And the Lord said, do you want to see them? If you're going to move with them, you'll have to see them. You can't see the children the angel was ushering. They're my children. Then I had a vision. Oh, I just got goosebumps. I, had, I remember this. There was a little black-haired girl running, but she was too late. She was not fast or soon enough. And I thought of someone I knew. She will have to go through it, meaning through the, the tribulation or whatever. And then the Lord said, each one, small audiences. And I believe that this is um, either the cloud of witnesses. I believe that's what he's talking about. Then he said, Lisa, this will be a time of horror and a time of wonder on the earth. The time has run out. We are in a new era, age. I said, Father, I pray that I have a chance to go get, and I put someone's name down, and he said, then pray. Um, and then he said, come out, meaning come, and come out of Babylon? I don't know. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> I'm going to have to look at that later. <laughs> All right, so. Then I wrote, the fear of the Lord is loving what I love. Oh, that's what he said. The fear of the Lord is loving what I love and hating what I hate. Um, that's what the fear of the Lord is. It's not being afraid of him. It's loving what he loves and hating what he hates. Okay. I woke up the next morning and I was hearing about I was I was hearing the verse of Joel 2 2 a people great and strong such the like has never been and then I saw a patch of stars like used to be in the night sky and then white blotches over some in patterns going back and forth like, like with a switch. Okay. And then after that, and this is all going on at four o'clock in the morning, the next, the next morning. After that, I heard a group of foreigners in a control room 
like a planetarium sitting around. The blotches of stars, they're looking at each other, giving a thumbs up and smiling. They are trying to control the heavens. Then I heard a foreigner with a loud, scratchy voice that sounded either German or Russian saying, we can teach these truths to the children and they'll take it as truth. And then the Lord said, write it down. What was it? What does it mean? What do I do with it? Okay. <clears throat> um. What is the meaning? There are men, as in mankind, in this world that try to control my world. They are foolish men from a lot of countries. Some believe in me. They think I'm not intervening in the world. They are mistaken. They think they can control the heavens with their money and their technology. Technology I have given them. Knowledge I have given them. They are wrong. They will fool some of the people, but my people will not be fooled. These are the signs in the heavens. Okay, that's what I felt the Lord was saying. And then I recorded a dream. Um, then I remembered a dream I had the night before of some of us looking at the sky and there was decorations lit up in the sky for the coming holiday. And people were marveling that these things were lit up in colors and patterns in the sky like stars, but closer. Everyone thought it was really cool. It was a distortion of God's creation, like an attempt to blot out his lights to create the illusion of something better. Now at this time, I didn't know about Project Bluebeam when I was writing this down. And then I wrote, over the years, I have had many dreams of large man-made objects in the sky, lit up and colorful, and people marvel. But these are essentially evil. And then I asked the Lord, what do I do with it? And he said, what you hear in the dark, speak in the light. What you hear in the ear, that preach you on the housetops. And he said, who, and I said, who is my audience? To whom do I go? He said, right now, it's social media. I prayed about how I haven't talked that, hadn't talked that much about it. And he said, you talked about me. You were a witness of me to foster parents, parents, and relatives. I sent you to those you spoke to. I did not send you to the social workers. Your credibility was needed for the children. So he's been, he, with that, he was showing me in jobs that I've had, that I've, I have, um, you know, I have been bold with it. Increasingly over the years, it, it, it took a lot of, you know, guts. Okay. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I only got, I only got two days in. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Okay. And then a couple of days later, at 3.30 in the morning, I heard a bell. Yeah, it, it was spiritual. And I woke up and I wrote down things I was praising the Lord for. Um, 
I was just writing a lot of praising things. And then he was speaking. There are many like these guys out there hurting and torn. Um, you can reach them through the internet. This is how the world is reaching them. And at the time I was thinking, you know, I thought he didn't want me on social media and the internet. But if you look at what's going on today, now this, this is three and a half years ago. If you look at what's going on today, are we not all getting, um, we, we, we can't get truth through the media. We are getting a lot of information over social media and the internet. That is what it was set up for. Knowledge will increase. People will be going to and fro. You know, all of this stuff that was Star Trek-y years ago is now happening now. And this is a tool the Lord is, is using. Then he said, the web is the dark web, not just what your people call the dark web. They are your people. You must identify with them. If you don't, Come out and be separate from them. Do not identify with anything on the web. So what he's, what he's basically saying is not everything, you know, you have to test every, every single thing that's on the internet. <clears throat> okay. And then October 1st, he said the tribulation is about to begin. The kingdom is becoming a dark and dying place with lamps going out from no oil. It was October 1st, 2018. When the Lord says, says something's going to happen, we know that it's not today or tomorrow. But it is spiritually, it, was, it, is, it is happening and it is coming, manifesting into the natural. Okay. The Lord said, the Holy Spirit will kick in when it's time to be that witness. Oh, earlier he said, keep your eyes open for the kingdom shift. Conversations flow with people up to the point where you try to figure out how to spread the word, spread the gospel. You feel, you feel as if you need to do it out of obedience and it won't flow because it has to come from love. The Holy Spirit will cause it to flow out of the river of love coming from the Father, through Jesus, out of your mouth, to the masses. And that's what he was telling me. The Lord is showing me there has been a shift in the heavenlies over me while walking the dog last night. The Lord asked me if I was ready. Earlier uh, in the car coming home, he started to reveal my spirit, the destiny coming to pass upon me. I can feel the vibration in me constantly. It was more subtle before. It isn't so subtle now. Once when I asked uh, my husband before if he could feel it, and he said yes. Um, and the next morning I had a vision of a broken bunch of lines like an old wooden roller coaster that was black and a bunch of lines and the Lord was revealing something seductive tempting attractive enticing alluring irresistible provocative and I'm like what is that which 
will be revealed later. This was 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay, a couple days later, <clears throat> I did have a vision of Jesus in the prayer closet with me, telling me to not fear, and he was smiling. I've forgotten about all this stuff. Oh my gosh, you guys. <sighs> I have forgotten about all this stuff. Isn't that horrible? Okay. And then he was stressing over the next couple of days. There isn't much time. Um, I did get the book of Enoch for the first time and started reading that. He said, you must fight against the complacency. He said, listen, my child, in here, the days are wicked. Yes, I long to tell you of what will take place, but I fear you cannot bear it. Nation, nation will rise against nation and people against people. A man's enemies are of his own household. I would not have told you if it wasn't true. I am coming soon and not later. It is my wish that you wait on me. People rise against their brethren, and I wish it would not be so. Hmm. I don't consider myself a prophet. I don't. A lot of these things um, he was telling to me, and he did tell me to put it on social media and and in 2018 I did I when he told me to put stuff up on like on my Facebook because I didn't um, I didn't have the I didn't have this podcast I did have the professing Christians blog but during that time he was telling me he was stressing for me to take it to people to directly whom whom I knew so Facebook, family, friends, kids. That's who I felt he was stressing me to take it to. And that was the only audience, excuse me, that I had. So that's what I was doing. Okay. Okay, at this point, we had found the house out in the country. And I believe we had started the offer we we put in an offer on this house um it took quite a bit to get that house and we were like i said we were getting ready for our trip to israel so we were going through a lot of stuff with that um we were putting in offers and counter offers and going back and forth what about this and at one point the 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 seller just said forget it but <clears throat> you know I have to say he was being pretty unreasonable with the condition of the house it had been sitting empty it was full of trash but the Lord showed me that was definitely the house that we would have the grandkids in so we were going through that um I wrote uh, I was feeling great sadness for a couple of days here the earth is dying, his creation is dying, it's going through the death process. The Father's heart is great sadness. He has emotion like us. We are created in his image, like his precious son. 
The father had to turn his face away when Jesus, his only son, died on the cross. How much more when his adopted sons and daughters choose death that does not resurrect or death that results in judgment. Oh, the sadness. He created the Garden of Eden beautiful and it was turned over to the enemy. Um, and then I felt later silence in heaven. Um, and then I prayed for my husband. Let me see where we're at here. I felt, uh, this is the night of October 3rd, acceleration, Isaiah 60. Oh, this was our anniversary date. Yeah, it was. Um, in Isaiah 66, verse 9. And then I had a vision of my daughter packing up her kids' clothes because they were trying to move also. And then I <clears throat> was taking a nap and I was hearing a new song playing in my head. And I woke up and I was talking out loud about the two witnesses. Or I just said two witnesses. <clears throat> All right. Oh, and then there was things going on back here in Arizona, too. Oh, it was such a busy time. Oh, let's see. The Lord woke me up at 1.10 a.m. I looked again, and it was 1.11. Then I fell back to sleep. He had a word for me, and I chose sleep. Oh, yeah, I was sad. Oh. Then I had a dream about family. And... Yes, and we did put in the offer on that house. All right, October 5th, I have, I'm having dark dreams of end times. I, dream, I dreamt about a girl that I worked with, and then I dreamt that there was a girl who wanted to go to a party. And they said in order to get into the party, she had to renounce her faith in Jesus. And she said no, so they wouldn't let her in. It was like a Halloween party. <clears throat> um, of course it was October and I have difficulties with, with Halloween much evil too much evil for me okay um, dreaming of people easily deceived and then I woke up and the Lord said Lisa I am coming soon then I had a vision. There was fast forward jumping frames, like like frames in a movie reel, of people going about their daily life in New York City. Street business outside, vendors, people going to work, subway. I don't see individual faces, just busyness as usual but time is skipping forward. And that's what the frames are. <clears throat> Has anyone else noticed time seems to be going unusually fast? And then I thought of a great shaking coming to New York City. 
And my Lord, uh, the Lord was talking about my husband a bit. Okay. I do have to say at this point, while I close this out on um, for October 7th, and I apologize we only got a week in, but there was a lot going on right here. I fell asleep on my husband's side of the bed because I felt like the Lord was showing me there was something not quite right ever since I felt that um, provocative spirit. So I fell asleep on his side of the bed and I, I dreamt of people being easily deceived. Um, and so I need to, I need to say about that because that comes up later in a big way. Uh, I was hoping that this, that this trip to Israel would ignite his faith and, and bring him to where I was at. I didn't know where I was at, but I knew I was, I knew the Lord was opening my eyes to something that I thought was going to take place right away. I felt like later, I think it was, was it Baruch? That was thinking, you know, the Lord was showing him that the end is coming and he's like, I have to go tell the people. He didn't know it was still like 2,500 years in the future. But, um, so October 7th, I have a mind's eye vision. Okay, the Lord is telling me to open my eyes. There are chariots, the chariots of Pharaoh coming out of Pharaoh's barn, one after another, a lot. They're coming in fury, raising, kicking up stones to run down and kill God's people who have fled Egypt. They have in fury a desire to trample and kill them. Lord, where does their hatred and fury come from? He said their hatred of me, their father is the devil. They want to take what is mine. Belief is the key. I said, why do they hate you, father? He said that their love is of this world. They know if they love me, they have to give up what they get from the world. Power, prestige, etc. The love of the father is not in, in them. They don't want it. I didn't shorten men's lifespan just to shorten it. I shortened it because they had extra time to act evilly and extra time to confirm their rejection of me, and I couldn't bear it, my own creation. Those who made up their mind to love me did it in enough time of 70 years and then eternity with me. Do not worry, my child, as you spend more time with me, honing your craft, you will endure. And then I thought of that verse, ah, doves to the roost, um, Isaiah 60, I believe it's verse 9. So um, we'll pick up with the doves later because that's very interesting. Um, so we'll end it there. We're at 31 minutes and so much went on during 
this a uh, little over a week, week and a half, that I couldn't just breeze through it. The Lord was speaking so much. He hasn't spoken to me this much after this period of, of the awakening. And I don't know, I've asked him many times, is it something I did or didn't do? And he has been stressing to me that this period of time was a preparation time. And I can go back and refer to my notebooks and everything he wrote down and still learn something new from it. So he still speaks to me occasionally, but it's just quiet words of affirmation, quiet words of encouragement, and, and then to tell me only what I need to know about situations that are going on around me. Um, there are still little things that happen here and there most days, but he wants me, it seems, and that's why I'm doing this series, he wants me to focus on what he opened up <clears throat> during this time. So he opened up this book of knowledge, I guess, and showed me all of this during this time. And it's like how he wrote the Bible, not saying what I wrote down is, is you know, biblical, whatever. But he shouldn't have to keep on saying things over and over again when you haven't learned and gleaned every single thing out of what he's already said. Case in point, the Bible. He doesn't need to write another Bible because we haven't gleaned everything that he has said out of the word he's already given us. We just need to dig deeper and pray on it. Prayer is so important, just like even 15 minutes of just no distractions, alone time with him, just seeking his face, seeking his voice, seeking his presence. I can't um, overstate it enough. So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, I don't want to go too long, but... Um, I just, I just ask you to take all of this stuff into your own prayer closet in prayer. This is what he showed me. Um, he has words like this for every one of his people. And with that, I pray you have a blessed day.